Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag create your earth life podcast with myself, your host, Janessa Prudhomme. And it is no surprise for the people that are consistently listening to my podcast that I have not posted in a really long time. I have not had any new episodes. And that is because I have taken a little hiatus. I have taken a little break. Um, When you are doing an online business and you're trying to be an entrepreneur, there are so many things that you need to learn and that you need to do. And I did so much on my own. I made my blog. I made my podcast. I um, had people on my blog and podcast, you know, guests. I planned things. Um, I had a schedule. I created content. I posted on social media. The list goes on and on, and there's so much to do. And the problem was I focused a whole year on all that and I was getting to a point where I was like, I have to make money um, or it wasn't going to work out. So I've just been kind of taking a break right now and just praying and trying to figure out what God wants me to do. And I believe that I am going to hire a Christian business coach to help me focus, to help me figure out where I need to be focusing, what I need to be doing, what's the next step, how can I make money doing this so I can have the ministry for God and so I can connect with you guys and so I can do what I love and do this business um, online with you guys. And with that being said, I am so grateful for you guys because I now have 5,000, a little over 5,500 downloads on this podcast, which is amazing. Almost every single state in the United States has listened to my podcast, and there are multiple other countries that have listened to this podcast, so that is just amazing, and I am so grateful, and I really hope that this this podcast is received by you in the way that God wants you to receive it. I hope this brings you closer to God. I hope that there are times that you are convicted. Um, I hope there are times that you learn something new. I just hope this podcast speaks to you the way God wants it to speak to you. Not the way I want it to speak to you. Um, Not the way you want it to speak to you, but the way God wants it to speak to you. That is my prayer um, for this podcast. All right, guys. So what are we going to be talking about today? Today, we're going to be talking about drum roll, the end times. We are going to be talking about the end times. So the information I'll be sharing with you is from the movie, the coming convergence, as well as the Bible study, the day approaching by Amir Sarfati. Um, If I butchered that, I am sorry. And of course, another resource, the best resource, the Bible. So let's just jump right in. What are the end times? So the end times are talked about throughout the Bible, the whole Bible. The whole Bible mentions the end times. And Jesus talks about the end times um, as the times where things are going to get really bad before he returns. So as we know, if we are Christians, we probably know the story. If you're not a Christian, you're just listening and you're just curious, then here's the story. Jesus um, was born to Mary and the father was God. So she had not had sex with anyone. um, And an angel came to her and was like, you're going to have a child and it's going to be Jesus. 
And then he has her and then years go by. And when he becomes an adult, I think he's like 30 years old around there. Um, he starts his ministry and he has his ministry for three years. And that's what the gospel is all about, that he is sharing God's word. And he's not only the son of God, but he is God. Um, he's God in man. So it's kind of like, you know, back in the day when Caesar or whoever was the king or ruler um, and you know, we didn't have social media back then. We didn't have our phones. So not everyone knew what the ruler potentially looked like unless you like went and saw him. So they would put his face on coins so everyone could see what he looked like. So this is kind of what God did with Jesus. He sent Jesus. So you had a face to what God looks like. So you can say, okay, Jesus is like who God is. It can give you a face of what he looks like um, in the form of man. So Jesus says that he is going to be coming back. And when he comes back, things are going to be really bad. Things are going to be bad all around the world. And he is going to save the ones who are Christ followers, who follow him, who love him, who have surrendered their lives to him, who have asked Jesus into their heart. Um, he's going to come back and he's going to bring us to heaven. So there are two ways to get to heaven. One, you're going to, um, well, there's only one way to get to heaven. Uh, it's through Jesus. The way to get to God is through Jesus. But once you are saved, then there's two ways that you could get to heaven. One, you're going to die or two, you are going to be here when Jesus comes back and he's going to pull you up and he's going to bring you to heaven with him. So that's what the end times are. When did the end times start? So Jesus talks about in the Bible that the end times will start when Israel becomes a nation again. So a long, long time ago, Israel was completely destroyed and everyone in Israel, the Jews went every which way, west, south, north, east, everywhere around the world. And then he said that Israel will become a nation again, and Jews will start coming back to Israel. And that happened in 1948. And from what they said in the coming convergence, that is the only time that has ever happened where a nation was completely destroyed, and then it was completely came back. It was completely renewed, rebuilt, um, and I believe it was rebuilt in one day, in 24 hours, which is pretty crazy. And um, there are some more things in the Bible. I think it said something like um, there will be like new growth there when the nation um, is becomes rebuilt, and I think that's like what happened. You guys will have to check in on that, um, but I'm like 90% sure that's what it said. But there are more things that are specific that I'm going to go over that are right from the Bible that you're not going to have to look up unless you are interested and would like to. Okay, what does Jesus say about the signs of the end time? So this is in Matthew 24, 4 through 28. I just want to be super clear about this because Jesus is super clear about this. Do we know the exact day Jesus is coming back? No. Nobody knows except for God. It says, of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Jesus said this in Matthew 24, 36. He does not even know. Jesus does not even know when he's coming back. Only God knows. The angels don't know. We don't know. We could study this all day, all night. We will not know. God 
knows though when Jesus is coming back. Why do we not know? Why did he not want to tell us? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. In my study book, my um, my Bible, my study Bible, it's called The Day Approaching. Um, if you are watching this on YouTube, then you will see that I was showing the book. It asks me in it, you know, why do you think God doesn't want us to know? Or why did he not share this information of what day it is? I don't know. I don't have an answer. I have no idea. I try to think about it and I'm like, really, it's not my business. It's God's business. You know, God can do whatever he wants. He's powerful. He's mighty. He has a plan. I trust him. So I don't know. And I don't even think it's my business. I just know that I've been saved, that I surrendered my life I and continue every day to have a relationship with Jesus, have a relationship with God, um, to love him, to obey him, to follow his word. I know he's forgiven me. So I know that when he does come back, I'm going with him. Or when I die, I'm going up to heaven. And I think that's what's most important to me. But maybe other people are very uh, determined to figure out when he's coming back. You'll never know until he comes back. Okay? But he did give us signs. He gave us signs. Um, He said, these are the signs that you will know the end times, of course, have started uh, when Israel becomes a nation. And then here are other signs. So I am going to read you 10 other signs that Jesus gave when people asked him, um, how will we know that it's the end times? How do we know that you're coming, when you're coming back? Like, what, what are going to be some signs? So this is what Jesus says. And then, like I mentioned before, this is in Matthew 24, 4 through 28. And I would highly suggest that you read. You read these verses. You read this chapter. All right. Number one, many will come and say they are Jesus. People will be deceived. So one example of that would be the situation in Waco in 1993. So this guy, I don't remember his name. You can look it up. There's documentaries and stuff on him. But he, by the time he was like 14, 13, something like that, he had memorized the entire Bible, um, front to back, Old Testament, New Testament. He had it completely memorized and he started to get people to follow him. And he said that he was Jesus. And some people wonder, like, did he actually think he was Jesus or was he just knowing that he was manipulating them? Like, was he crazy and thought he was Jesus or was he just manipulating them? Because he did a lot of things. Like he said that he was like the sinner Jesus. So like there's Jesus that was perfect. And then there was like the Jesus that can relate with you and is a sinner. And he like stole a bunch of people's wives and people followed him. Like these guys would just give them, like give their wives to him. And um, he took kids out of school and like started teaching them there and ended up being terrible, ended up being like a war against the people of Waco, all the people that were following this guy. And, um, the people that had to like go in and rescue the kids and rescue people that were there. It was a mess, but it's true. Many will come and say they are Jesus. People will be deceived. So that is one example of that. Number two, you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. So of course we hear of wars all the time. You can turn on the news and you can see wars. You can go on Google. You can look it up. Um, There are wars everywhere and talk of wars currently. Number three, nations and kingdoms will rise against each other. Number four, 
famines. So the United Nations since 2020 has declared an increase in world hunger. 820 million people are suffering from hunger as of 2020. So that was last year. This is 2021. If you're listening to this in the far future, just now I recorded this in 2021. Um, but 820 million people are suffering from hunger. You know, the United Nations has said there's been an increase in hunger, that it is becoming a problem. So Jesus, you know, said that. Another prophecy that is coming true. All of, let me also just say that all of the prophecies Jesus has said so far have come true and they are still coming true. Okay, let's continue. Number five, pestilences. So I didn't know what that meant. I looked it up. Contagious or infectious epidemic disease. Well, look at the world. Look at this virus that's going around. Earthquakes. Um, and it is shown that earthquakes are getting worse, and there are more of them. And there's somewhere in the Bible, um, it's not in Matthew, it's another place in the Bible, it says that earthquakes will be like birthing contractions. So they'll get worse over time. They'll go back and forth like bad, good, bad, good, but they'll get worse over time. And that has been shown to be true. The coming convergence, the movie, they talk about how, um, it was said like, no, this isn't true. Earthquakes aren't getting worse. So they looked at the data. There was a ton of paperwork they had to go through and they're like, no, it's definitely getting worse. So again, check it out. Um, people are saying that earthquakes aren't getting worse, but they are. Number seven, Christians will be murdered. And right now, more Christians are being persecuted now than ever before. Number eight, false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Number nine, many will be offended and betrayed one and will betray one another. Well, look at this world. I know I see it in America, and I don't know about other countries. I'm not 100% sure on that. But what I see in America is people becoming very easily offended and betraying each other because they are angry that they have a different point of view than them, that they, someone may not agree with the way they live. Um, you know, people are betraying each other because they are offended. And that is exactly what's happening. And it's gotten worse. Um, I'd say it started in 2020, maybe a little before that, and it is getting worse. And number 10, the gospel will be preached around the whole world. And I don't know about you, but I feel a strong urge to share the gospel with my friends, with my family, with people anyone with everyone. Um, and I know other people are feeling that urge. I'm also feeling an urge to learn about the end days. And I know other people are feeling that urge. The reason I'm doing the day approaching is that we are doing it at our church and everyone pretty much voted for it. We had like five, four other books that we were looking at and they're all really good books, but pretty much everyone was like, I want to learn about the end days. And so that's what we're doing. And I'm happy to be sharing it with you guys because I feel like it is so important that you guys know about it. For people that are not um, Christians or who have not been saved, I sometimes don't even like to say Christians. Like even though in the Bible it says that that's what we're called, and I, I like being called that, people take it as like this whole religion thing, and Christianity is not about religion. It is about relationship. It is not about doing rituals. It's not about sacrifices. It was in the Old Testament. It's not like that anymore. Um, that's why Jesus came. God said, no, I want you to have a relationship with my son. I want you to believe in your heart that he is real, that he loves you, that he's going to forgive you. Um, and that is your way to me. 
So having a relationship with Jesus and to have a relationship with Jesus is to get to know him and to get to know him is to pray to him and to read his word, to read the Bible. That's how you get to know Jesus. And then when you read it, the words will become, come on your heart. You know, they'll be like tattooed on your heart and you will begin living a different life. Your life will change for the better. I can tell you that. All right. So Acts 2 16 through 21. Here is another area in the Bible where it is talked about what is going to happen in the end times. So here's Peter talking, and he is sharing a prophet by Joel. It says, But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophecy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servant and on my maid servant, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophecy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So what's interesting is I've heard in the, um, in the Bible study that I'm doing, this guy says like he's been contacted by people all around the world in China, all kinds of different countries that people are having dreams about God and about him, him saying like, I'm coming soon. I'm coming soon. I personally have not had any dreams, but a couple of weeks ago, God woke me up three nights in a row and told me to pray for certain people, three different people, um, three nights in a row, which I've never had that experience. Um, I mean, I wake up every night to use the bathroom and it was the same time I usually wake up. But when I woke up, it wasn't like, oh, I got to use the bathroom. Like I immediately woke up and I was like, I need to pray for these people. And then that's what I did. I felt like God was like, tell me you need to pray for these people. Um, if you have had any experiences with having visions or dreams, I would love to hear about them, please feel free to message me on Instagram, or if you're watching this on YouTube, then post it down below that you have had these experiences. I would love to hear about that. Um, Also, the blood and fire and vapor of smoke, the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. In the movie, The Coming Convergence, they talk about how, they talk about what they believe is going to happen. And they talk about how there could be a lot of smoke. And when there's a ton of smoke um, and it covers the moon and covers the sun, this is what happens is that because it says blood and fire and vapor of smoke. So they believe there's going to be a lot of smoke. And they had a reason why there's going to be smoke. I can't remember what it was. They had some theories, um, but you will definitely have to watch that if you're interested. But the sun shall be turned into darkness. So that's what happens when there's smoke everywhere and the moon into blood. And again, that's what happens when there's smoke everywhere. The moon looks like blood. Um, And that whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Just a reminder that if you haven't been saved yet, um, the Lord's waiting. He's calling. If you are listening to this right now and you haven't been saved yet and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, he is calling for you right now. This is a sign. This is him saying, pulling, pulling at your heart saying, 
have a relationship with me. Call to me. I am going to fulfill all your desires and all your needs. And really, I am the only one that you need. I created you and I love you. And whatever you have done in the past, I forgive you because I love you and I want to be with you. I want to guide you. I want you to be saved. I want you to fill the kingdom of heaven. That is what he is saying. He's pulling and he's pulling at you. So just think about that. Okay, you guys, if you are not saved yet, and if you are saved, then he wants us sharing the word. He wants us sharing this information with our friends and our family that have not been saved yet. All right. What can we do? So we just kind of went over that. So we know that we know what the end times are. We know when they started. So we know that we're in them. We know that the things Jesus has prophesied, um, everything up until now has come true. And there are still over a hundred prophecies that need to be fulfilled. And you can actually see some of them being fulfilled right now. A few of the ones that I've talked about. And we know that we will never know until Jesus comes back the day and time that he'll be coming. There's no way for us to know before he comes. We will know when he comes, um, if we're here. Otherwise, then we will be dead and hopefully we'll all be in heaven. So what can we do in the meantime? For the people listening who are not saved, I pray you accept Jesus into your heart. I pray you surrender your life to Jesus. Um, I pray that you get to know Jesus. I pray that you realize that being filled with the Holy Spirit, being loved unconditionally, knowing that you don't have to search any longer for fulfillment. You don't need to, I see so many people like, oh, I need to just lose some weight or I need to, um, I need to just like do yoga every day, or I just have to journal every day. Like these are not bad things. These are fine things. Um, but you know, I, I need to get married. I need to find love in my life. I need to have kids. I need to buy a house. I need to have a yard. Like, again, these are not bad things. Like these are all things that, uh, most of these things, I won't say all, but most of these things I want or have, and I feel happy about that. But these things are not going to fulfill us the way that God can fill, can fulfill us. He gives us the Holy Spirit. Like what we're missing and what we are desiring is for him to fill us up. So if you haven't been saved yet, I pray that this message speaks to you. And I pray that God connects with you. And I pray that you have a relationship with him, that you will start praying, that you'll start reading the Bible. And if you ever want to talk and you're curious of like where to start, what do I do? What's the gospel? Please again, feel free to message me on Instagram. My handle is Janessa, J-E-N-A-S-A Prudhomme, P-R-U-D-H-O-M-M-E. And if you are saved, then we need to look at the world and be aware of what is happening, which would be Jesus' prophecies being fulfilled because he is coming. So we have to look at the world um, in an observational kind of way. It can be really difficult to not fight with people about politics, um, to not fight with people about opinion of things. Um, there are some things that are important to God um, because of poli- like politics. There are certain policies that are important, like obviously talking about abortion, like educating people on abortion. That's important to God because he doesn't want his children murdered in the womb. Um, you know, there are some other things that are important and should be talked about, but we should still love our neighbor. You know, there's a lot going on in the world and it's easy to get caught up. If you watch the news, 
I mean, I would suggest stop doing that. But if you feel the need to watch it, watch it in a in a way where you're just um, just watching it and observing and seeing. You know, the news really does try to pull people apart, and they try to get you going. They say they're feeding the beast. That's us. We are society. We are the community. They are having us watch it. We're not, they're not having us watch it, but we are the people that are watching it. We are the beast. They want to feed us. So that's why they, you know, sometimes may even lie or they just are very dramatic or um, I'm not saying everything they say is a lie, but I'm saying some of the stuff just isn't accurate and is used to get us riled up. So just be aware of that and just know things are going to get bad. Things are getting bad. Things are getting worse. It's going to continue to get bad, but we have hope in Jesus. We know Jesus is coming back and he is going to save us and he's going to bring us to heaven. So the thing is, people will say, well, if God's real or if God actually loves us, then why does he let us suffer? Why are there people that are hungry and why are people being killed? And why is there evil in the world? And the thing is, God gives us choice. God gave us choice all the way back um, to to Adam and Eve. Um, They had a choice. He said not to eat off that tree, but they made the choice to do so. And that is when sin um, became a part of our world. So we have a choice. And when people decide to not just not walk with Jesus, but to go the opposite route and do evil things— that is when it kind of just tumbles tumbles down and you know they have more people doing evil things and then that's when bad stuff happens i mean that's because god gave us choice he didn't want to control us in the way of be like you have to love me you have to praise me like he wants us to he he loves when we praise him and we thank him for all that he done has done for us and gives us but he's not going to force us to do that. He's giving us a choice. And that is why there is evil. So when we believe in him and trust in him, it gives us hope. And we know that we are going to heaven. And also, yes, it's it stinks that there is suffering and there's evil. I, I do not um, deny that. People that have lost their children, like that, you know, I always think like I, I pray if something was going to happen to my children that God would intervene um, because I just don't know how I would go through that. I know that God would strengthen me. I know God would be there for me, but that would be, you know, that's my biggest fear. That's the worst thing that could ever happen to me. And I know that's happening to a bunch of people all around the world because their kids are starving or because there's violence, you know, um, and it's awful. But we also have to think we live here for, you know, like 80 to 100 years, and then we get to be with God for eternity. So on that timeline of eternity, we are not even like a pin needle on there. Like it's so small. Like we feel like it's a long time because we're humans, we're here, we're living. But to God, it's like, boop, like you were here, you're gone, now you're with me. Um, and it stinks. We we do have to suffer. There is suffering, especially for Christians, but Christians because Christians are being persecuted because of their belief in God, um, because of their faith, which really stinks. But we know that we have hope. We're going to be with God, and we will have eternal life with God. And God says that in heaven, there's no crying, there's no weeping, there's no gnashing of teeth. There is just love, and there is just being with your friends and family, or I I really don't know what's in heaven, but I just know he says there are not, there's no crying, there's no weeping. It's just a good, beautiful, just free place somewhere where 
we're not going to have to worry or have anxiety and we get to be with him and we get to um, experience his unconditional love without our fleshly things coming in and giving us anxiety or being worried about stuff or sad or, you know, all these things because we get to be with Jesus. Okay, so we have hope because we know our Lord and Savior Jesus will be coming back to rescue us. Whether it's now, whether it's in a few years, hopefully. I mean, I hope I'm here when it happens. But also, I know that if I'm not, that I will still be in heaven anyways. All right, guys. I hope this spoke to you in any way. Um, And if it did speak to you, please share with your friends and family. This is important information to get out into the world because there are people suffering that don't have Christ that are saying, I don't want to raise my children in this world. I I hate waking up in the morning going to work. You know, there's so much suffering. This this place stinks. I don't want to have more kids. Like they don't have hope. They don't have hope. They don't have Jesus and they don't have hope and they are suffering. So they need to hear this message that things are going to get worse, but there is hope out there. And the reason things are getting worse is because Jesus is coming back and he's going to bring us to heaven to a beautiful place where we can have eternal life with God. You know, Jesus loves us and God loves us. And another example of how God loves us is he, he felt our suffering. So even though there's evil and suffering and you could say he's not loving, he felt our suffering. He sent his son here, which was also him in the flesh. He was, Jesus was God in the flesh and Jesus was beaten. He was mocked. He was hung on that cross and he had nails through his hands. And then he, you know, had a, they put a spear, spear through his side. So he had a heart attack. He was dead. And then three days later he rose again. So God felt all our sins. So the reason he did that, the reason God did that, if you don't know, is to clear our sins. So Jesus not only felt all that abuse, but he felt all our sins on him. And then he cleared them. You know, he died for three days and then God rose him back up three days later. And um, I know that's hard for some people to believe if they haven't, you know, looked at the evidence, but it says that 500 people saw Jesus rise three days later and that he was definitely dead because, um, you know, science says he was definitely dead because when they did this spear on his side, water came out. And that usually means that someone has had a heart attack. You know, um, they like hit where his heart was. And if there's water around your heart, that usually means you've had a heart attack. Um, so he was definitely dead and he definitely rose three days later and over 500 people or around 500 people saw it happen. Okay. So if this podcast has spoke to you in any way, please share with your friends and family, leave a review. That would be wonderful. And let's end this episode in some prayer. Dear Father in heaven, Lord, thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you for your love and your guidance and your forgiveness. And Lord, thank you for this platform where I can share your word, where I can share what's going on in the world and why, and give people some hope that is through you, through your words. And I I just pray that you have spoken through me today and that you will connect with others that listen to this and that people will have a relationship with you and that will see how you can change their lives and how you will bless them, Lord. And Lord, I ask that you do what you need to do with this episode and that you speak to people the way you need to speak with them and that people are safe through this episode, Lord. Lord, I ask that 
you just continue to guide every single person that is listening to this episode, continue to give them unconditional love, to protect them, and to give them hope. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. All right, guys, I hope you guys have the best day ever. God bless you.